2: Excuse me, I think we have some business to take care of. of My Top
1: 1071 is
2: KTMY FM HD1, Coon Rapids, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's time for your My Talk Traffic, brought to you by Comcast Business. Let's head first to St. Paul, 94 eastbound. There's a stalled vehicle from 61 to exit 243 Mounds Boulevard. Moving on to Richfield. This is just three minutes ago. 35 W southbound, a crash at West 76th Street. And then moving on to Apple Valley, 77 northbound, a crash from Dakota County Road 38 to 127th Street West, Palomino Drive. Once again, that's an Apple Valley. So be careful out there. A lot of spin-outs out there because of the black ice and, of course, course colder temperatures. Every day, Comcast Business is helping business big and small to go beyond expected to do the extraordinary. Because beyond a simple transaction, there's making a customer for life. Comcast Business Beyond Fast. Take your business beyond at ComcastBusiness.com. Ken Barlow's 5 Eyewitness News forecast. A wind chill advisory is in effect for the Twin Cities tonight from 9 p.m. through noon on on Wednesday and we're waking up to the coldest morning in over nine months that's right it's a high of four today it's negative three right now that's your traffic and weather on my talk one oh seven one to entertainment news This is a My Talk Dirt Alert Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture Heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 107.1 And what have you learned learned,
1: learned, Learn. Charlie
2: Ballon Christmas is an instant classic The animated TV special premiered on CBS last night in 1965 If you can believe that Uh, The characters all derive from the famous Peanuts comic strip. The Charlie Brown Christmas that used to come on every year, and I just absolutely loved it. Did you, Jason?
0: I... Loved it. It yeah. was even before I lived here, and the connection to Charles Schultz. It was. It's a part of everybody's. Yes. It was, I, it was a little a special event. Yes, and that's why a little uh, entertainment thing. I was, you know, CBS really messed up. They lost the rights to that. It used to always The Wizard of Oz and Charlie Brown used to always be on CBS, yeah. and now it's over on a, on uh, on ABC. So big loss.
2: Uh, Harry Potter fans are going to be able to come together for a convention in 2020.
0: It's about time.
2: Uh, yeah. So this is going to be in Denver. And uh, the convention is going to be from October 23rd to 25th. And your tickets are on sale now if you want to go to a Harry Potter convention.
0: Aren't we surprised it took this long? Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. It there. is
1: kind of weird. We have conventions for all kinds Everything.
0: of things. I mean, furries and fisher fishermen people. And, and it took this long <laughs> for Harry Potter.
2: Yeah. People that dress up like living dolls. Yes. Okay, There is yes. a convention for that. There is a convention for here. that. Yeah, in Minneapolis. Okay, Frozen 2 has already done very well at the box office. The soundtrack is now becoming just as successful. The Frozen 2 soundtrack has reached number one on the Billboard 200 album chart.
1: Let it go. Let it go.
0: I've listened to the songs. I, 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 From the second I, movie? The second one. I haven't seen the second movie, but... I'm not oh. as entranced with the music as I was in the well, first. Well, yeah. how could it's you be? You can't. Yeah, you know, it's hard. It's, it's like unfair You like a bottle. You yeah. can't
1: get it twice.
2: Exactly. All right, that's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app at MyTalk1071.com. That is brand new information. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour. And at 820, 1220, and 520 on MyTalk1071.
0: Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. I'm Jace with Don McClain and special guest star Stephanie Hansen. We are live at Voids Healthcare and Crystal. We will be here uh, through 9 o'clock. It's all for the 92nd Annual Santa Project presented by Park Dental, collecting toys and gifts for the Ronald McDonald House. Voyages, other uh, locations are taking donations too. Plymouth, Osceo, Crystal, Maple Grove, and the Center for Women's Health in Plymouth. We've been there before. So come down and see us. Uh, it's an independent clinic. Little fun fact. Dr. Owen, we love that.
1: Bring your new unwrapped toys.
0: Mm-hmm. A lot of people are. Met, uh, met some my talkers. A young man wanted to know where I kept uh, my Darth Vader uh, uh, bust, my drunk purchase. That best.
1: was a pretty epic okay. purchase. I got
0: to tell you. I look at that every day. I have no, I have zero regrets. That's uh, how I
1: feel about my sparkly jacket. Zero
0: regrets. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, that was so, that was a joy moment. Like that was joy when I got that.
1: And sometimes you buy crazy stuff that nobody else likes but you just because it makes care. you feel good. That's it did. right.
0: Yes. I was, but that was the one day that I was by myself at Disney World. Colin had not arrived yet. And I had about I had a full day or a half a day, basically, just with me. And I had never done that before. I'd never gone by myself. And I'm walking around and it was early on my day and about noon, one o'clock. And as I'm walking through Hollywood Studios, it's really kind of dead. I hear this, Jason, Jason. And I'm like, who knows me here? And it was one of my bartender friends. Oh. <laughs> Insert your joke there. But one of my bartender <laughs> friends had been was working at an outside bar. And I go, hey. And I walk up. Her name's Kelly. She was, you want some breakfast? And I went, mm-hmm, what kind of breakfast are you talking about? Uh, and she knew what kind of breakfast I was. So I started early is what I'm trying to say. So about an hour later, I go into the Star Wars store. And this is like the big Star Wars store. This They sell, like, collectible things in this. It's called Launch Bay. And I walk in there and there he is. There he is in the case, this Darth Vader and this very nice cast member who knew she had a fool in her hands. <laughs> she goes, she's like a drunk fool. <laughs> oh, she goes, "You looking at Darth?" I go, "I sure am." She goes, "He's real pretty, isn't he?" And I said, "He is." She goes, "Are you a annual pass holder?" And I go, "I am." She goes, "Well, you get an extra 10% off today <laughs> in addition in addition to your 25%." And I went, "Really?" And she's looking at me like, oh, I have him. And then I said, I go, wait a minute. I go, Kathy. Her name was Kathy. I said, wait, Kathy, I have Disney dollars too that I haven't spent because I have a Disney credit card. So I get, you know, dollars, cash back, whatever. So I, and she goes, well, that's great. She was, you know, my name. May I ask your name? And I go, it's Jason. She was, well, Jason, do you know how many Disney dollars you have? We can calculate this right now. And I went, well, Kathy, let me figure this out. So I got on the app. It got me up. I had $600 in Disney dollars. And I went, I said, I said, Kathy, I have $600. She goes, Well, think about this. She says, You're going to get 35% <laughs> off plus $600 off. She goes, It's practically free. And I said, How That's- much was it? So I went up to the register. <laughs> So I went up to the register and I'm all excited because I'm like, this is great, you know. And I did text a picture to Colin. Not that you know, we we do not have that type of marriage where I but he spends purchases. his money, I spend my money, whatever. So I go up to the register and I'm like, hi. And I was all excited because I'm like, here's my annual pass card. Here's my Disney dollar card. And it's
1: practically free. It's,
0: I go. Kathy said it's practically free. So I'm thinking it's going to be like fifty-seven dollars or something. She, so the woman looked at me. She goes, um that'll be six hundred and ninety some dollars and i went what wha, wha, what and yeah it was about it was with tax uh it was originally with tax like twelve hundred dollars um but without av- all the discounts well, and stuff but yeah
1: i think i don't but know it's would, giant yes. it's giant
0: and i love star it gives wars you joy. it does so i was telling my buddy i said yeah i have it in the podcast studio where we do in at, at our house and I look at it. I don't. I used to move it around room to room to scare people. Uh, I <laughs> I would put it in the bathroom and stuff. But no, now I just leave it. It's so cool. It brings me such joy. Yeah, and yeah.
1: sometimes it's the little things that bring you joy, right?
0: And speaking of that, so Dawn, um, Dawn and I were speaking because Dawn's coming with us to Walt Disney World uh, on Christmas. Dawn, are you going to drunk
1: shop too? I don't drink.
0: She doesn't drink.
1: Okay, well then the answer is no.
0: <laughs> but Way I will drunk go. shop for Dawn. Like, uh, you know... But no we were talking cuz Don and I are going to the lightsaber ceremony so we get, which sounds so oh, ridiculous but yeah
1: Oh boy we
0: get to we're going to make a lightsaber so uh and oh I Don I think we are going to pass out on that thing. I think we're just going to fall to the floor. Out. Okay sure yeah, I was we're just, just going
1: to say my husband can make a lightsaber but that wouldn't be appropriate. Oh my. <laughs> oh, <is laughs> just that, saying. What does that
0: mean?
2: You mean we're going to have Dawn, a lightsaber I like a DIY? Yeah. Oh, I see. Homemade.
0: Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Lightsaber. <laughs> okay, well, you and Kurt have fun with that. I, uh, I'll stick with the Disney ones. That's that's great, Steph. That's fantastic. I'm really excited. You and excited.
1: Dawn in a lightsaber war. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yes. I'm sure it'll happen. Okay. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, so, and speaking of Disney, there's a new episode of uh, Two Fairy Godfathers out talking about a uh, holiday at the Dis- at Disney World. Oh. So go Jason, yeah,
2: I watched um the first episode of the Imagineering Story <gasps> last night to get myself excited.
0: did you? Yeah, the Imagineering story, everybody. I named it an Amfab item. It's on Disney plus. isn't it? And it's a documentary series about the making basically of all the parks. Isn't it good?
2: Yeah, just the first episode. actually, um my MC's kids wanted to watch it too. so we all sat down and it was even entertaining, you know for that yeah.
0: Yeah. Isn't it you? You really learn. Even if you're not a huge Disney fan, this first episode that Dawn's referring to is about the opening of Disneyland, and uh, and what what a kerfuffle that was. I mean, in 1957, I believe. Yeah. Just how on opening day again. My favorite little behind. You know, I like behind this. My Dawn knows what I'm going to say. My favorite <laughs> behind the scenes thing is the park open it was one of the hottest days of the year in California and the cement had not settled. So women in high heels were sinking into the oh, sidewalks, the,
2: the blacktop. Yeah. The it blacktop. Wasn't yeah. quite sealed yet. And so wow. the heels were sinking in
0: and they had to make a decision. Um, uh, they had to make a decision between bathrooms and water fountains because the plumbing messed up. So Walt chose bathrooms and was later accused of trying to sell more Coca-Cola. But, you know, you got to let people go to the bathroom. And the yeah, r- what
1: choice? That's not really a choice. No.
0: And rides breaking down. And no, it was just, but it's 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 interesting to see the lengths that he, and it was, it, it, he bet the whole farm on it. His brother, every the media writer said that he was a fool. They called it uh, Disney's, Boondoggle, I think, or something. They called it something. Folly. Folly. Disney's Folly. They called it Disney's Folly because it wasn't expected to be a hit. Amusement parks weren't doing well, and
2: because <laughs> it was way out in Anaheim. <laughs> Just yeah, like, way- that's so funny. Because I'm from Orange County, California. My parents moved us here when I was. Little, thank God, but uh, because of all the traffic now, I would hate to live there. You guys were saying that earlier, but it's just so funny that they refer to it like, oh, no one, they didn't know if anybody would go way out in Anaheim where it was just orange groves. I'm like, oh, God. I know. Back in the day, man. Yeah. And
0: then, yeah, you'll get, we're talking about the Imagineering story on Disney Plus. You'll get to the point where they uh, start thinking, Walt starts thinking about Walt Disney World and. The lengths they did, because by then, Walt Disney was obviously famous. So the lengths they did to keep the prices of the land down. Yeah. So they, would, they had all these shell companies. Yeah. And nobody knew until they had gobbled up thousands and thousands of acres. Then uh, a reporter, a female reporter, one of the first female reporters, I believe at the Orlando Sentinel, connected all the dots and was like, Walt Disney is buying this land. And it was a woman who then went to Walt Disney and said, are you are you buying this land? And Walt couldn't lie to her and said, yeah. And then they held a press conference and they had to because of that, the 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 the
1: investigative journalism of, of
0: this of this woman reporter. She busted the biggest business story for for Central Florida ever, and he said, "Yeah, it, it's us, and we're opening Walt Disney World." So that's yeah. cool. It's really cool. Yeah, twenty
2: seven thousand acres. Yeah, yeah. They Think about just that. Purchased.
0: It's bigger than Manhattan. Mm-hmm. I mean, just it's, it's yeah, crazy.
2: San Francisco.
0: Yeah, it's nuts to think about it. It's it's just, it's so, it's great. Hey, you know, been, uh, go ahead, Don.
2: No, what really, like, touched me and inspired me, first of all, there's so, it is chocked full of the best old footage of them. Like, Ever! Building the jungle ride. I mean, it's just, like, so cool to see dirt roads going up to the magic castle. It's just fascinating. And also fascinating that it really is inspiring he did not know where he was going to get the money. It cost $17 million to build. It was three times as much as they planned on. He didn't even have a permit because they rejected the first permit. And he continues to just pursue the goal without yeah. knowing how he's going to get the money, how he's going to actually make it happen. And I'm just, you know, people that do things like that, those are the ones that succeed. And the risk takers. Yeah. be more like that.
0: Yeah, well, uh, Paul Black and I were just talking about uh, the Bob Iger book. Uh, Bob Iger, current CEO of Disney. And one of the things he he talks about, he said, if you're going to do a creative endeavor, he goes, We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy
1: cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see
0: we could not but she did and in
1: the end what will i become
2: senwa saga hellblade 2
0: play it now with game pass to be prepared to fail he was you have to creative endeavors by design are filled with risk uh-huh. so if you're going to be in the business of doing creative endeavors you better be prepared to fail because not everything is going to succeed and then he also has another great line that i was just telling my staff at um our my other job he has a great It sums it up. He goes, if you're going to be in the business of creating something, be in the business of creating something great. And I thought, I love that. That's a great something a, to
1: strive for. Yeah. If yeah.
0: you're going to be in the business of creating something, be in the business of creating something great. And I thought, oh, well, there we go. That's that's how you do it. That book, by the way, a good if you have a boss. You're trying to think if you have a good relationship with your boss. You're trying to think of a good gift. That book, Paulie Black, jump on the mic real quick. Paul Black just finished it. It's called the the, called The Ride of a Lifetime by Bob Iger. Did you not enjoy it, Paulie? I loved it. I couldn't stop listening to it. Uh, Me too. I didn't want to get out of the car. Yeah. It's just it's fantastic. Even if you're not a boss, there's just great behind-the-scenes stories, yes. and you don't realize you're learning lessons until you're like, oh, okay, that is <laughs> a good little life <laughs> business exactly. lesson yes. there. It's yeah. really good. It's great. So good behind-the-scenes. Have you read it yet, Steph? No, but you it should. sounds
1: really interesting. I love entrepreneur stories and risk-taking stories and how someone made something out of nothing.
0: Yeah. You you would enjoy this, because it's, it's inspiring. That guy worked. He worked his way up. He's been with ABC since 1974. Since, you know, I, it's crazy.
1: You know what's interesting? Because I do that Makers of Minnesota podcast, and it's mm-hmm. all about makers. Yes. And I have 171 episodes. And I'm getting to the point where I can see it in the person. Like, there, people think that this, like, success, it's a certain amount of luck for sure, but there's also a lot of hard work. And you can see that work in that person in mm. the way they talk in the way they present it in the way they believe the way they pivot because it's really hard to be an entrepreneur and some people they just have it.
0: Yep, they do. It is uh, coming up on 817. We're going to take a break when we come back. The, do we have Elizabeth today? Dawn? Yes, we do. Well, when we come back Elizabeth Reese and the Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert.
3: Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert.
0: Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. I'm Jace with the one and only Don McClain and special guest star Stephanie Hansen. And speaking of special, we're gonna get caught up with all the entertainment stories of the day in the dirt alert with Elizabeth Reese. Hi, Elizabeth.
3: Well, hello, my friends. On a very cold day, it's nice to be with you this morning. Yes.
0: Nice to have you here.
3: You guys, um, Cuba Gooding Jr. accused of sexual misconduct by seven more women. What? I was gonna seven. say again. Uh, seven? Uh-huh. Seven new women have come forward alleging sexual misconduct by Cuba Gooding Jr., who is 51 years old, bringing the number of his accusers to 22. I so, smell a Cosby in the house. Oh boy, I don't know what's going on. Here's what um, there is. One of the accusers says that he groped and forcibly kissed her while they were attending the Sundance Film Festival, ripping her tights and only stopping when she bit him to escape. Eek! Gross. He's only been charged in three of the accuser's alleged incidents, although prosecutors are hoping to introduce other claims in court. They want to prove a pattern of sexual abuse, very similar to the Bill Cosby situation, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And in January of 2009, while attending Sundance... Uh, allegedly Cuba Gooding Jr. invited a woman to another event. They went to a concert. When she told him she was going to leave, he seemed agitated and offered to walk her out. Then in a secluded hallway, he tried to kiss her. He began to kiss her without consent. She pushed him away saying, you're married. Mm. And then he groped her.
0: Hmm. That is disgusting. Yeah. And again, it's one of those things I always say, with their smoke, there is sometimes actual fire. Yeah. And when you're hearing from seven women, I'm sorry, any reasonable person would have to give that some validity.
3: Especially yeah. so- when that's seven of 22. Yes. I mean, it's 22 total. Seven are oh my gosh. new. Oh, um, in Atlanta in 2011, there is a filing um, that states that a woman was groped by Cuba Gooding Jr. And when she confronted him, he said something to the effect of, I know you want to be an actress. I can ruin you. Oh, a little shade of Weinstein. Yeah. It's like a little, it's a, it's a combo platter. It Cuban sure is. Um, so here's what prosecutors are arguing in the paper. Defendant's past behavior shows that he routinely approaches women while at bars or nightclubs with whom he has limited or no prior interaction and touches them inappropriately. Oh that's special yeah for his that's side, predator platter right yeah. there goodings attorney saying unfortunately people coming out of the woodwork making false allegations against cuba as oftentimes happens when a celebrity is accused by the district attorney's office in a public forum so he's due back in court on january 22nd um but that was the latest there 22 of the latest yeah it's yeah. gonna ruin his reputation
1: I, yeah.
0: again, again, anybody that says, like, and I get his people are paid to defend him, but people are coming out of the woodwork. I always want to ask people that defend people, individuals, you know where I'm going to go. Yes. What, is, what do you think the upside is for these women? Why? What is? What do, what do people think? This isn't fun. Those women, if identified, will be vilified. they will be raked through the coals they could lose their job they could they will they won't be able to go into target without being yelled at by some possible fans of the, of the of the accused of the accused i w- i I've never understand why people think this is something fun or can be um uh something that brings them wealth
3: Here's the. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, Steph, that, you know, I think in a defense attorney's argument, they say everybody deserves a defense. Right. Which we know that you are you are entitled to a defense, whether you are guilty or innocent or somewhere in between. And I do wish, to your point, Jason, that attorneys would start to change their language, and I think they're going to need to start to change their language, that when it comes to defending your client against a sexual harassment or abuse or rape allegation, saying she's doing it for attention is not a viable defense.
1: No, It is, though, because all they have to do is cast doubt. That's true. So it's beyond a reasonable doubt that someone would be
3: convicted. So the attorney's job, just being the devil's advocate here, is to create doubt. Right, but I think we've got to get away from this idea of calling women crazy. Get more creative than that. Come up with some other reason why this wouldn't have happened instead of trying to make the woman out to be this crazy person.
1: Yeah, and the word crazy is people have been taking that word to task too. For sure. Um yeah, if you're the defense attorney, though, he's got 22 people saying he did yep, something. He's got to find every angle he can to refute it in the court of public opinion, mm-hmm. right?
3: right. Um, were you guys fans of Roxette? I love. Yeah, I yes. love rock. This is sad. You got the look. Isn't that? Wasn't you, that their song? she got the look. Yeah. Yep. And it must have been love. I mean, these were like anthems it of mine when I was a kid. Love oh, they were so good. So. But it's over now. Oh now. Sorry. Thank you, Stephanie. That was a really <laughs> wonderful tribute to Marie Fredrickson. Who, a tribute. Yeah. It, she passed away at sixty-one after a seventeen-year <gasps> oh. battle with brain cancer, oh. and um, she. She the pop duo Roxette, she's Swedish, um, in 1986. They sold around 75 million records worldwide and recorded 10 studio albums. And she collapsed and suffered a seizure in 2002 while out jogging with her husband. And that's when they discovered a brain tumor, but she'd been living with it for 17 years.
0: Oh my goodness. Um, she
3: was having a lot of difficulties. You know, it was kind of up and down over the years, which I think a lot of people who deal with like a slow growing cancer like that right. and relate to. Um, she survived by her husband and their two children who are 26 and 23. So, mm. so sad. It's really sad and I love those songs.
0: I know. Hey Elizabeth, before we let we go, before we let you go, yeah. I know this is embarrassing to bring up, but the Nashville Police Department are on yeah. the other line. Yeah. They want to talk to you about your activities from this past Girls Weekend. Girls
3: Weekend. Should we take the
0: call or what I mean, happens
3: in Nashville stays in Nashville? Jason Madison, right. mm-hmm. just checking. Great.
0: I don't know. I'm just. It's the police. I just don't want. I want to follow the rules and all of that stuff. Hey guys, uh, don't forget the 12th annual Santa Project presented by Park Dentals is going on. Bring a toy or gift to Flegels in Rosemont, sponsored by Nutrisource during Laurie and Julia on Wednesday, December 11th. And uh, don't forget, we're here till 9 o'clock at Voyage Healthcare. So thanks to Park Dental. And don't forget to watch Elizabeth Reese today at 3 on Twin Cities Live. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you. The Winter Skate is also going on, presented by Wells Fargo. Uh huh. This is a seasonal event. It's kicking off December 6th and runs through February 22nd of next year at CHS Field. Enter Winter Skate on our website. We'll be back with more right after this.
1: Hello, everybody. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the Jason and Alexis show. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Filling in for Jace, who is heading out to his day job. I am here with Don McLean. Hey, Don. Hey, what's going on? Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Well, we are out at Voyage Healthcare, uh, formerly North Clinic. We are in Crystal. They also have locations in Plymouth, Osseo, Maple Grove, and a Center for Women's Health in Plymouth. And you can come to any of these locations today or throughout the Santa stops and provide a new unwrapped toy for we'll give it to Ronald McDonald House. For those of you, yeah, Ronald McDonald House does such great work. And my my talk is thrilled to partner with them and help the kids and the family, all of the kids and all of the family. Because what people forget about is if you have a sibling that's ill. Sometimes the other siblings are forced to spend a lot of time while they're in care of their sibling. So we really try to make it a family experience that's good for everybody under those uh, very difficult circumstances. So Unwrapped Toys, Ronald McDonald House. Dawn, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing great. I've actually spent time over there at Ronald McDonald House. You know, Alexis and I each year would go and deliver uh, our Santa Stop gifts with the promotions yeah, uh, with Brooke and Jess and and our helpers, and they just greet us with open arms, and it's just so fun to get that big pile of presents for those kids. Yes, it's yes. just a great thing to see, and it has everything to do with my talkers helping out and stepping up as they usually do. So thank you,
1: and very appreciated. I actually have cooked meals at Ronald McDonald House for the families. Yes, so that's a yeah. fun
2: thing to do too. It yeah. is.
1: It is. It's really fun to serve the families and. Um, you try to be respectful and discreet because obviously they're there under difficult circumstances, right, but right. Um, you do get an opportunity to see how appreciative they are. So that is what we are doing for Ronald McDonald House. We are at Voyage Healthcare, and we will be here throughout the broadcast today. And the Crystal location has extended hours until 7.30 tonight if you want to bring toys by. Everyone's got really cute outfits, too. There's a girl that's jingling on by with her little <laughs> elf slippers. Um, <laughs> speaking of Christmas, Dawn. yes. I, in the earlier in the six o'clock hour, and I should probably say something nice about Lobster Hand, Kurt Johnson, um, because he (laughs) is a wonderful husband. But a lot of husbands are wonderful and kind of they forget sometimes that Christmas is not my third job. Yeah. I'm wondering why I am in charge of the gift wrapping, why I'm in charge of purchasing the wrapping paper, the bows, the tape, the things. Purchasing all of the gifts, purchasing the roast, planning on where we're going to be for Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, getting who's going to cook what, coordinating our friends i actually had one of his friends call me to coordinate for their family who's going to be spending time with us at the holidays i'm like come on people this is not my full-time job (laughs) oh my gosh it is so much you need to like
2: like i said earlier in the show i think for him to really understand everything that you're doing and i had to do this here at my talk once with um with b arthur (laughs) to let her know everything i was doing in my job and she was blown away as to the workload and then she started poor Alexis started getting some of my stuff that i that i was assigned to do but it was just so much that i was here until like 4 p.m and i get here at four thirty. yeah so that's like, too much oh my gosh so so anyway i think if you make a list and just like put a category like party planning cooking buying gifts You know, and then he can see everything that goes under that umbrella. And then you're like, what would you like to do? Can you check off something from every list?
1: Yeah, and I feel like, because I have an adult child, so this was only magnified when you had like younger kids at home too because you're creating the magic of christmas for the whole family Uh uh-huh and you also have like all the activities on top of it and they don't go to christmas break until like right before the holiday so you got to jam all this stuff in and it's like no wonder my mom practically had a nervous breakdown every christmas eve (laughs) It would be like, we'd go, we'd go to my mom's for Christmas Eve. She'd like have the roast. There'd be crying at about three o'clock that day. (laughs) Yeah. She'd be literally at her like wits end and then she would collect herself in her bathroom, go take a shower, get ready for the evening, and come out, and then she'd be all Christmas smiles again. But my sister, when we were adults, they'd be like, has, has it happened yet? Oh, no, no. Has, has, <laughs> has mom had the breakdown yet? It's like, no, but it's coming. Just give her a little bit of time. She's gotta get it out of her system today. So is oh. she
2: the type of person that would have let go of control and asked you guys to do some things, or what how, how, no. how is it? Okay. No,
1: so- we can do it all done. Yeah. All women can. We just keep piling it on, piling on the resentment is heaping inside yeah, you you right? like yeah you're like bags under your eyes you're not sleeping you're waking up in the middle of the night and making lists you don't ask for help that's not what women do we just do it oh my gosh i know it's a lot it is you a had, lot, and you had a daughter. So, mm-hmm. did you feel like you had to like do all the Christmas stuff? Well, I was. I have never been married,
2: or oh, so know. a single
1: parent, yeah. which is even harder.
2: <laughs> you know, but I only had one child, so I kind of knew right off the bat when I was even pregnant. Like, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. Don. I knew my limits. Like this is, you know, wasn't. You know, I know a lot of people out there enjoy just physically being pregnant, Brooke, our promotions director, is one of those people. Yes. She's like, if I could be pregnant all the time, I would. You know, everybody has different experiences. So it was a lot for me to handle. Um, But, you know, going through college, I had five part-time jobs uh, at one point and going to college full-time. So my mother helped a lot. But... You know, I will say my mom is kind of the same way. She would just do everything. Oh, yeah. And we would get these beautifully wrapped gifts that it's like, did she go outside and get pine cones? I mean, seriously. (laughs) No, my mom would do the (laughs) same thing. My mom was like practically a professional gift wrapper. It's true. And actually, this is funny. This Saturday, I'm going to be at Union Depot and I am taking over something Alexis usually does. It's a it's a fun event. And I'll be there from one from one to three. And it's a Christmas celebration. I'll be doing a 30-minute demonstration that was supposed to be Alexis's. And I thought, what can I do? Okay, I can show people how to wrap gifts in a fun way.
1: So yeah, I'll be doing a 30. We'll see how that goes. But. 30 minutes. You know, what's funny about that, Dawn? Yeah. When I was reading the description of what is happening at Union Depot, because we were going to talk about it on the weekly dish radio so- show, which is about food on Saturdays from nine to 11. Yes. Um, it said you were doing a cooking demonstration. I, d- me? And I was like, huh. That's interesting. I don't know that I know that Don Cooks or I Demos. No, that's I'm what not. it said on the website. <laughs> oh no. Okay, well, maybe they thought I might be able
2: to do that. No, I'm actually they know I'm doing gift wraps. They probably That's just great. Um, but then I am helping the next group. They're doing like cookie decorating and I'm going to yep. be helping with that. And I'm Super also fun. Invi- uh, I'm also introducing someone that's going to be doing some holiday
1: de-stressing yoga moves. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> I'm curious to see how that will go in a public setting. Yeah, Down dog with your butt up in the air. I'm not going to be doing any of the moves because I have a hip issue right now, but uh, I
2: don't want to get into that. But yeah, um, so that's that's actually helpful because like you were just saying, you're very stressed during this time of year. It feels like a third job.
1: Yeah, it's just a lot. It's just a lot. So for all you people out there that are listening to this and going, I know, I didn't sign up for this being my third job. I hear you. I hear you, people. Um, Dawn, for the holidays, when your mom would wrap, like Mm -hmm. our mom would theme the wrapping to what was inside.
2: Oh, wow. So,
1: if like you were going to get a Barbie, Uh she would like you could, if it was in Barbie wrapping paper, that was kind of one of the signs. Oh, yeah. And so it
2: was like little clues. Oh, wow. That's incredible. I think she wanted to keep it more of a secret. So she. But honestly, I mean there were there would be like live greenery on our Yeah, guests. for sure. Yeah, we had these huge um my house growing up is on an old drag strip, uh, a drag strip that they developed and cool. in the middle very very wide street that they used to race on and so in the middle there are these huge planters with evergreen trees Oh, and nice. big pine cones and so my mom would literally go down and get make her own wreaths. You know, for the door, she was just, my mom. She sounds like crafty. she was Crafty Carol. Totally crafty. My sisters are both have huge craft rooms, and I'm, like, doing theater. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the kid that's, uh, this This one's doing her
1: own thing. So well, I can you're,
2: do some things, but, you know, I, I yeah.
1: learned it from them for sure. You'll be a good stand-in for Alexis, because I know that she would be crafting if she could. I know. Um, all right, we miss her, but she will be back with us soon. Yeah. Yeah, when she gets back from her maternity leave. So, we're going to go ahead and we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we will wrap up. There are a few hot topics. I want to talk about uh, Chrissy Teigen's funny answers about fame, Dawn. Yes, that's she be great. She makes me laugh. All yes. right, we'll be right back.
3: Right, hey, all these people all Thank around, you for and listening and the to the Jason and, need, and Alexis show this always always morning.
1: Always we, always are always morning. Always we are at Voyage Healthcare. I'm Stephanie Hansen filling in for Alexis. And also filling in for Jace, who had to go to his day job today. But I am here with super producer Don McLean. And we are at Voyage Healthcare. And we are at the Crystal location. There's also locations in Plymouth, Osseo, Maple Grove, and the Center for Women's Health in, in Plymouth. I already said Plymouth, but there's a women's health clinic that's specific to Plymouth. Oh. And we have extended hours in Crystal till 7.30 tonight if you want to bring an unwrapped toy over for Ronald McDonald House. We would really appreciate it. There are a lot of my talkers here. Thank you everyone who came out today. Thank you to Voyage Healthcare for having us. They all have their pretty Christmas sweaters on and we've taken lots of pictures and collected really a lot of toys. So thank you everybody for coming by. Dawn, how you doing back at Mission Control?
2: I'm doing good. You know, um, this is just like, you know, running these programs has been described to me. It's just like driving a car. It's just like You've gotten a new car, and you don't know where any of the controls
1: are. Yes, or like you, getting a new iPhone when it takes you four and a half hours to just yeah. get everything coordinated, and you, then you still don't have the right passwords. Here's the difference, though. When you get a new car,
2: you don't have an audience watching you mess up. True,
1: true. <laughs> so, or dead air, which yeah. is it's like,
2: oh, yeah, oh, my gosh. Yep, 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 yep. So we're just trying to work out the kinks, and we appreciate your patience. Like when my microphone's on, and I say we're going live, but...
1: <laughs> i just did that so <laughs> that's hey. okay hey, <laughs> hey, hey. okay can i just tell you did you okay so chrissy Teigen, i'm kind of obsessed with her she is the celebrity that if i was going to be a celebrity i think i'd want to be oh. she also has cravings cookbook she has two of them so she's kind of she's a good cook She's kind of a home cook. She's not super fancy, and she's very attractive and pretty, and looks like she's a good mom and all the things. So she did this thing on. She's very open on Twitter, yeah. And she did this thing where people were asking her questions, and she was responding. Yes. And I learned a lot of things. It's true. Yeah. So okay, one of the things I learned. Haven't you always wondered? about celebrities and the airport because like tmz always gets pictures of these celebrities as they're going through security at the airport but here here's the question that a fan asked and i'll read how she responded they said what's the trick to celebrities traveling on planes are you ever just hustling through the airport trying to make it to your gate on time and she said and this was mind-blowing there's a terminal in la that's a mile from the airport That you pay a membership for. Mm. And they do the security privately and take you to the plane in a car. So that's why, like, we don't see more celebrities going through like the regular Joe line. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's amazing. I know. Like, who knew? And what do you have to do to get on the list?
2: Like, uh, what kind
1: of a celebrity do you have to be?
2: That's a good question. How do they yeah. make that decision? If you're like I don't on know. a sitcom and people kind of know you, or if you're Chrissy Teigen and John Legend?
1: I don't know. I think they probably use the same system that Instagram and Twitter use for verifying people. Mm. It's a mystery system that nobody knows. True. No, Because you can't get verified. Like, Don, you're mm. not verified. No. Jason is. I'm not like there's someone is. Yeah. And like you can have a thousand followers and be verified. And yet someone will have 50,000 followers and not be. It's weird. Yeah. In any case, here's the other trick I learned. And I don't think I could ever do this because I'm too humble and I'm, I just wouldn't. (laughs) But
2: yeah,
1: the question was, do you pay restaurants money to let you cut the line (laughs) or do they just do it automatically? And here's what she said. She said, I make reservations and I don't give them the option to say no. She says, hi, it's Chrissy Teigen, and I'd like to make a reservation for two for John Legend. Do you have any availability? And she says, if you just say hi, can I make a reservation for two? They say no. So she says, she talks really fast so she can get it all in at once. <laughs> Hilarious. So, I know. I'm going to try this at like my favorite restaurant, Hyacinth, in St. Paul, that I can only eat at 5 o'clock, because that's the only time I can ever get in. Oh, oh my so God. So they're like, hi, um, this is Stephanie Hansen from The Weekly Dish, and I'd like to make a reservation for two for Stephanie March."
2: Do you have any availability? Great.
1: Do you think that would work? I th- hey, you need to start trying that. Yeah. Oh, she'd be so mad. Would she? Oh, yes. Uh. There is a lady in town that impersonates us. What? Yeah, have Have you not heard about this? No. She just. Yeah. She tells restaurants. She says, <gasps> "I'm one of the Stephanies." She does not. She does, and That's they don't ridiculous. Like ask which one, and then one person was like, "Well, I know what Stephanie March looks like, and you're not her." And she was like, "Oh, I'm the other one." And then she's done it vice versa, too. She uses our name to try to get good reservations. We don't even get good reservations, even if, you know. i got to find out who this is. That is shameful. She's just a a lady that says she's a Stephanie. We don't really know. We've never actually run into her. Oh, man. So, yeah, that's the the Chrissy Teigen uh, lore. Let's see. uh, Here's another question. What's the best perk of being a celebrity? No one gives my kids nasty looks on the plane. (laughs) she says if anything they're creepily nice and it's crazy unfair because my kids are just as annoying as other kids because kids can be annoying on planes can't they oh yeah and you just have to like go with it because the poor parents I
2: feel so bad for the parents I do feel bad for myself though too (laughs)
1: <laughs> Whenever I sit down next to,
2: yes, I'm like, oh like- what's this going to be like? But I put up with it. Obviously, I'm a mom. I was a single mom. So, yep.
1: oh, yeah. You just you put up with it, and inside, you're kind of dying and crying like, for yourself, but you just suck it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. I enjoyed her saying,
2: somebody asked, like, what do you miss most about being just a pedestrian, normal person? And she said, going to the grocery store. But she oh. still
1: tries. Yes. She still tries to do it. I would go to the grocery store. I would never give that up. I would just put like a hat and dark glasses and I'd be like all Leonardo DiCaprio about it.
2: I don't know why. I, I absolutely hate it. And I don't know why I don't have it just delivered out to my car. You hate grocery shopping? I hate it. Oh, it's I like my it joy. Too. Yeah, Donna Valentine's here. Uh, Donna, you hate grocery shopping. I, it is the. I will go a month without
1: going to Me the too. store
2: just to avoid it.
1: Donna, no offense, but I have a visual of your refrigerator, and here's what's in it <laughs> a half eaten block of saltines. In the fridge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, water, uh, uh, maybe old yogurt. You're pretty close. And lie, a bottle of wine. That's pretty accurate. There's probably two <laughs> bottles of wine, actually, and no food.
2: <laughs> that's funny. Mine is the barest. You would be, uh, I mean, you would be shocked. I have eggs, yogurt. Butter condiments, and That's you guys, and my right stuff now. goes bad. I had a friend come over because I have a new roommate, and she goes, opens the refrigerator and goes, Where's his
1: food? And I go, This is us, man. And There's th- no food. The sad thing
3: is, my refrigerator is huge.
1: Oh my god, okay, no, I can't even like fit in a can of yogurt or, or a jar of yogurt right now or a jar of pickles. Nothing, Do things you have are a falling child out in your house right now. Mm, a man. Does that count? Does the lobster man hand count? (laughs) (laughs) Just wondering. Guys eat a lot. Mine only eats once a day. So I'm cooking like I... What are you eating? Oh, last night I made spaghetti and meatballs. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I have a lot of meatballs left over. I made tamales at a tamalata the other day. I have like three dozen tamales in the refrigerator. I got all kinds of stuff. I have so many condiments. Yeah, I have like two (laughs) layers of condiments. I don't have many condiments at all. Life is not worth living without condiments. Boy, big statements here
2: on Jason and Alexis' show. We've taken over. There's no Jason. There's no Alexis. No, No, we're we're talking about
1: food condiments, all right? (laughs) Yes, yes.
2: (laughs) Well girls, Hi. Donna, what's coming up on your show real quick? Uh, Can food, you tell talk. Us? food talk. Really? Food talk. No, we're gonna uh, you're taking your confessions at eleven thirty time. Oh. I wanna know your worst Christmas
1: gift ever that you've received. Ah, okay, fun. that's a good one. Woo. Stay right. tuned for the Donna and Steve show and we'll be back with you tomorrow. And be a good person. There you go. If not, and if you're not get with it. Yep. Day. Bye.